Okay. Okay. I'm ready. So today, I wanted to take a minute to just kind of reset to, not reset, but just kind of revisit what this podcast is and also go into the topic that I wanted to discuss today or reflect on today. So this podcast, okay, I'm ready, is an opportunity for me to reflect on anything and everything that I'm thinking about or is on my mind or things that I'm I'm reflecting on emotions that I might have about different things that are going on in my life different things that I'm experiencing in the moment or have experienced and it's just another space for me to both archive and also share in this space in a way that helps me both process the things that I'm working through in therapy and also reinforce how I am being intentional about both acknowledging, accepting, and experiencing a full breath of emotions and trying to get to a depth of understanding why those emotions are there and how they show up in my day-to-day life and lived experiences. So some days I have something very specific that I want to talk about. Last week, there was nothing in particular that I wanted to spend time with. And so that's how I spend this time. Um, and that's what this space is for me. So that is what okay, I'm ready is about right now. That could certainly change and it could be something different, but I know that it will always be a conversation about whatever is going on with me and for me in the moment and give me the space to talk about it in a way that makes sense to me. And I'm hopeful that, you know, if people do find the podcast and have the opportunity to listen to it, that it gives them a chance to kind of reflect on where they are maybe with the topic with the emotion with the the idea or the reflection that I'm having in that moment for that day or that it reminds them that they should be in touch with all of the ways in which they exist and 
that they're always on a journey towards emotional development in a way that is positive for them and in a way that's intentional for them and also just acknowledging as a cisgender black man that we have emotions too we have feelings too Um, the ways in which we express the ways in which we experience those emotions varies is different is unique to each individual and each person but it's important that we experience those emotions it's important that we be knowledgeable and acknowledge them and be able to to be okay feeling those emotions to be okay expressing them to be okay in a space where you know you aren't judged to feel a way or express a way and that is okay to have this full rich vibrant tapestry of emotions and that's fine that's normal um and then lastly for me it's to break any cycles of stifling experiences lived and expressed that would bar me and keep me from realizing my full potential both as an emotional being but my full potential also as a person as a man um, because this is important to me and becoming more important to me as I continue to get older, as I continue to um, experience new things and also delve deeper into the ways of being for me emotionally, intellectually, spiritually, um, uh, metaphysically all the ways and so that's what this space is that's what um, this podcast is for me and so maybe people listen maybe they won't but for me it is a space to bring full circle the things the spaces the emotions the thoughts ideas the reflections that I'm having about a particular idea topic moment subject situation um, in a way that I'm hopeful with other aspects of the way in which I engage in my personal and my mental health journey that this is a, a slice of that work so that's what this is um, so each week I will talk and touch on a t- uh, touch on a topic and discuss you know different things that are happening with me or different things that I've been experiencing and so I have a couple of different topics that I've gone over and I've spent some time reflecting on over the last couple of weeks I am pleased that I've gone every week and I've spent time and recorded so um one thing that I think about in this particular space is that being consistent 
with this type of um, media is can be a challenge you know sitting down every week and putting something together uh, making sure to you know spend time with it to upload it um, it is not an I don't want to say that it's not an easy thing but it's not it can be a different part of a routine that you really do have to kind of work your way into if if that makes sense it's it's uh, making it a part of your routine is 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 new but it can be challenging at times um, being consistent so i i give full acknowledgement to all of the individuals who spend time in this media without pay certainly and, and without you know all of the the extra things that happen around it because um it, it takes a lot to take that time every day or every week to um, engage with this particularly when it's you know it's not a job or work or anything like that so um the topics that i've covered over the last couple of weeks just to kind of focus on had a podcast on fear that was the first episode that i did on ego hugs because that was important uh, to me to in a shorter reflection um, trouble shrinking daydreaming a letter that I wrote to myself on one episode sweets because I really like sweets anxiety uh, being gentle with yourself and your emotions uh, a check-in with yourself I had a check-in and then the most recent episode was nothing and it was titled nothing because it was nothing in particular I was talking about but I did end up exploring a couple of thoughts that were on my mind around that time and so that's kind of what it is Um, but those are my reflections and hopefully if you found this space this podcast you might take a moment to go back and check those out the other thing uh, is I continue to work on my audio around the podcast and so while I try to record in a dedicated space it doesn't always happen and so I'm always thinking about um, the audio quality and and with the expectation that as I continue to work through and figure out what works best that I can land on a really strong audio profile that is more reflective of the way that I would like this to sound, but also the consistency of the audio being an important part of it. And so I continue to work on that uh, in the background around uh, in the app and also uh, separately using audio software. But um, this week, what I wanted to take a bit of time to talk about is patience reflecting on how and where do I go to gather the patience that I need when I need it and how intentional am I when I'm in spaces places and interacting with people that require patience from me 
and how that shows up. So patience, I think, for me is something that is a part of my everyday personal lived experience, my everyday professional lived experience, um, because I live with people. Uh, I'm married, I have kids, and so in my interactions with them, that does demand some patience. I don't always exhibit the patience that I would like to at all times. I will be the first to admit that, but I do work on it and do dig deep to pull out the patience that I need for those interactions. And I think to myself, it can be easy to not have patience for the people who are most close to the people who are closest to you and to the for the people who you interact with the most that type of patience is so important to have and so important to continue to work on and develop because i i think to myself whenever i've had situations where i've been short-tempered or situations where i've been impatient i will say it happens at times in my professional space but it happens more often in my personal spaces and it's one of the things that I think about and reflect on when I consider that the people who know you the most or at least see you and interact with you most see you at your absolute best and also at your absolute worst and I don't know if it's just a people thing or person thing but I'm reminded of that when I think of people who are in situations that people on the outside looking in would consider a bad personal situation or a bad relationship and people on the outside as they're being um, as people explain their situation that they're experiencing or the people that see those situations oftentimes will see oh that looks like a bad situation and I think to myself how it is more apparent and different looking at a situation and assessing it as a person on the outside than it is the person on the inside who is experiencing a situation and being able to articulate out what they're experiencing and what they're they're seeing and what they're a part of but go on that tangent to say i have to do more work for myself i think personally to get the patience and um, rally the patience sometimes that I know that people in my life personally need and, and deserve. Um, uh, and that sometimes can be difficult, um, not difficult, but that sometimes it, 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 it's, um, it's not at the forefront of those emotions or those experiences sometimes and it should be because I think to myself the people that know you the most and are around you the most they deserve the best of you they deserve the 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 patience that that 
that is necessary. They deserve the patience that you should give to them as the people closest to you, as the people that you love. Um, while, yes, it's important to be patient, patient with people that you don't know, people that you interact with. Um, I, I, I get the sense, I don't have any data to back this up, but I get the sense that if you really were to ask some people about the people that they spend the most time with, whether or not they're as patient with them as they are with people who live outside of the house, people that they work with, I'd wonder, based on both age and also based on the personal situation, what those people might say. I wonder if they would say, oh yeah, this person, I see they're super patient with these people and blah, 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 and at work, they're super patient, but at home, they're not as patient. And so that makes me also think and wonder, are they spending more of their energy and if and engage in a space of both offering and operationalizing their patients with other people versus the people that they spend the most time with and their family and the people that they're most engaged with. And I, I don't, like I said, I don't have any data or anything around it, but I do think there's something to be said around the idea that in the personal and most private places for you, for me, where am, and am I demonstrating a level of patience that is above and beyond that that I offer random people and strangers that I don't see or know or interact with on a regular basis because I always think about something that my brother was sharing with me and he was saying that you know it's important that you kind of manage your the energy that you put out in the world or manage the energy that you give to other people um, in so much as he basically kind of broke it down and said you know if every day you have a hundred percent of emotional energy that you can give no more no less hundred percent starting out that day how much of that emotional energy do you give to people at work how much of that emotional energy do you give to the people at home how much of that emotional energy do you give to yourself and if you give more of your emotional energy to your people, the people at work and in your work, then you are operating in your personal space and with yourself at a deficit. And operating with yourself and having less patience for yourself and less patience for the people who love you the most is a very difficult way of both a different way of being but also a difficult way of uh, expressing yourself emotionally and 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 being intentional about the way you engage with and the way you operate with in that space for the day and so there are times where when I think about that I believe and I know that over the course of a day, I may, I sometimes know that I've given probably 70 to 80% of my emotional energy in work. And so 
if I only have 30% left of the day, I have so very little to give to myself and so very little to give to the people around me that matter. And so I have tried to be more intentional about limiting my emotional energy that I give at work so that I am not operating for myself personally with regards to my patients at a deficit and certainly not operating at a deficit with the people around me who care the most because when I think about it they're the ones me myself and the people around me who care for me the most they're going to be the ones who allow me to re engage and re-energize myself for the next day and get my emotional energies my patience together so that i can have it in check to do the things that i need to do holistically throughout the day because yes work can fulfill and and give you back some of that but it's never going to give me back as much emotional energy with regards to my patience as the people around me who care for me and and love me and so i think about where do i get where do we get that patience from like what is it and you know how do you you know go to that well so to speak to rally your patience um how do i rally my patience um and part of me thinks to myself i have to kind of compartmentalize the interactions that I have with people as best I can because there are those interactions you have with people that they just seem like they're going to suck up all your patience they're going to suck up all that energy and they're not going to give anything back Um, and it makes it difficult to operate and move through a day when you're doing that and not have that come not be able to go back to the well and say, well, I have nothing left to give. Um, So for me, what I've been instructed to do, this is a part of my um, overall therapy is, and this goes back to moods and, uh, and other things, is to really check in with myself and ask the question, how do I feel right now? after having an, an interaction with someone who has taken some of my emotional patience. Um, and it's a, that is a difficult thing to do in the moment all the time, but I'm working on it. So I have a situation where I've interacted with someone, personal, family, friends, professional, whatever, and they've it's taken my patience, that emotional patience, I have to take a bit of time and ask myself, how do I feel right now? And once I've done that, I have to answer the question, honestly, how do I, how I feel? And then I have to decide what was it about that interaction? How was that interaction? How did it emotionally exhaust me or how did it consume the patience that I had for that space, for that interaction. Um, Also acknowledging on the front end of it, I have to 
give myself the opportunity and some grace when I am engaging with an individual, regardless who it is, to say, I need to operate from a pace, place of patience. And I'm going to give them this much patience in this space. So I have to ration it out. Um, so in the space afterwards, being able to acknowledge and spend some time with that, I have to be honest about answering the question, how do I feel? Why do I feel that way? What could I have done differently? And what am I, what am I going to go what am I going to do differently going into this next space with this going back into the, the, the wallet of patience? This is how much patience I now have. How much of it am I going to use and how much do I need to use through the rest of this part of the day or with this next person or people? And I have to be really um, intentional about that. And so... Um, It, it takes me deep breaths. So each time I, I come into this space, I take breaths. And each time I leave this space, I take breaths. Because taking breaths for me is a good way to recenter. It's also a good way to feel what my body is doing, feel what my body, my feel what my, my emotions are telling me and try to also in the exhale try to exhale the negativity try to exhale the um, challenges try to exhale the things that are keeping me tight physically tight uh, so that I can kind of loosen up a bit and so that is an important part of what I have to do asking the question how do I feel going through my checklist breathing and then also being honest about what can I now give next how much can I reasonably give next um, there are some days where this doesn't work and I have to take like a short five minute walk. I have to go outside and walk around a bit. I have to be out of the space that I was in when I was expelling that emotional patience, that, that energy, and then um, come back to it. Because uh, there are some days, and also depending on how much sleep I got the night before, where I start out real low in the patient's department. And I think for me, as I continue to work through what that means and acknowledge how I start the day, I do have to be more, more, I have to articulate more. I just need to articulate, not more. I need to articulate that, hey, I'm starting a day with very little patience and that has nothing to do with you, but I do want to acknowledge that I'm starting the day feeling a type of way. And I think if I were to do that more often, it would definitely help the people around me. But I also think, and this is personal and professionally, I think to give them a sense of where I am, how I'm starting 
that space, that interaction, and also set some expectations for the type of interaction you might have in a way to both apologize for, give context for, and be able to start in a space where you're like, this is how things are going to start. This is how things are going to begin or how we're going to engage. So that's something that you know I continue to work on I think it's uh it is challenging for me to to acknowledge when I'm running out of patience uh and that's something that uh I believe that if I did more and I think if people did more with each other they start to give themselves and give each other a lot more grace around the way they might interact or the way people might come across um because I, I think there's so much that's left unsaid about being patient where people pull together their patience. Um, and so it's just really uh, an interesting thing that I reflect on and think about. So yeah, it's just a really interesting thing. So patience, yeah, it's just, it's so important to have patience with yourself first so that you can have patience with, with and for others. So where do you get your patience from? How do you express it? How do you feel it? What does it feel like when you know that other people are being patient with you? I want to be more patient with the people around me. I want to be more patient with myself. Because I do feel like there are times where I'm just not patient with myself. Not in the slightest. And then there's other times where I'm not patient with the people closest to me. Um, And less often than I'm not patient with people that um, I'm around and and work with more professionally. But I do want to have more patience with myself, more patience with the people that I, my family, my friends, that type of thing. Because it's important. I think it's necessary to be intentional with your well of patience, how much you give out. Because being impatient sucks. Having impatience be expressed towards me, I think it sucks. I appreciate when people are patient. I appreciate when they're patient with me. So. Continue to get patience. Take your time. Where you can. Be patient with yourself. I 
think that's important. I think that's special. So, breathe in. Breathe out. Please be patient. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs>